Hello, everybody. Welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the live show. This is level 163. I'm Fufu Kalipu, <laughs> and thank you for joining. I did that completely out of order. I was paying attention to our awesome opening video on Twitch. Joining me tonight, as you can see, is Big L. What's up? Real Jam Kushmoos. number one. You say Kushmoos? That's me. I, I did. did say Kushmoos. I won. What did I win? No, I you won, won the, the last dab. I won the Patreon oh. drawing. Uh, you never. did not win the Patreon drawing. Oh, you always tell me that I win, and then you take it away. I can guarantee you did not win. And we have Rock, <laughs> Rocker Dude 5012. Something happened to pizza, right? Did I win? <laughs> Wait, how come Corey gets to win? And special guest, uh, Noth is in Corey's bedroom right now. Oh, my dabbing God. Dabbing it up. He is just dabbing. Wait, did, Hardcore. did you go to like Kinko's and get one of those cardboard cutout things, life-size? <laughs> you know what? If I could, I would. That's a, I, I, know, I feel like you would. I've never seen a Kinko's, but... I know you would do some kinky things with... Kinko's um, a life-size knot. <laughs> with, with yeah, he's coming to America, so maybe it can happen. There's no way they'll give him a passport to anywhere. Oh Just, well, our uh, good friend Anigo Montoya, a friend of the podcast, uh, is going to uh, house him. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to sponsor him or house him? Or both? <laughs> maybe, maybe both. <laughs> well, we know who drew the short straw. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> All right, so I have to ask, what the hell is a Kinko's? You don't know what a Kinko's is? I have no idea what a Kinko's is. It, oh, it still exists. Uh, it's a place you go uh, to make copies of things. Yeah. It's an office supply store. It's a thing that used to oh, exist okay. in like the early 2000s, but it has no use now. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> See, I was going to try Googling that, but um, I would be afraid of what results would come up. Kinkos, not Kinkios. Kinkios is a cereal you find at Adam and Eve. Yeah, you got to take things from the early two thousands that are no longer relevant, like Pokemon and Power Rangers and stuff like that. That's what you're. You watch your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And Pokemon's bigger than ever. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. That's the joke. That's that's true. (laughs) Power Rangers, mm, no. All right, that's enough BS. Let's get on with the actual show. <laughs> that's uh, not BS? <laughs> oh, it's always going to be BS. Okay. This show is full of BS, but sometimes we like to talk about video games, achievements, and in this case... Beautiful sandwiches. That's Physical stuff. Occasionally we do do sandwiches. Wait, didn't you do a segment on sandwiches once? Sandwiches and you know sales. What? I'll be... That's what it was. Yep. It was like within the first 10 episodes. I'm like, I know we did something with sandwiches. You know, some people combine wines with pastas. I combine sales and sandwiches. This is how it goes. This is how it, goes. it just pairs oh. so nicely. Right, exactly. It's like the $5 foot long of video games. The first year of this podcast was truly the Wild West. All right, so. Our news topic for discussion, a Ruderac, Ruteric, Eretaric, one of those things. Well, when he hears this, he's going to be so sad. Dude, he knows by this point that none of us are ever getting his name. 
Oh, oh, so. look at this. We have the question in on the live stream for everyone who's here live. Oh, son of a gun. Look at that. Oh, that's cool. That's nifty. Nice job, Corey. Um, Thanks. I don't like I that font now that I'm seeing it, but we'll fix that next time. Or not seeing <laughs> I it. I like it. But yeah. All right. So since this is also an audio podcast... And out of our millions of listeners, there's only like 40 people here right now. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I better we should be we should read this. So the the topic is: Do you ha- buy collector's editions of games? And if so, which is your favorite? If not, is there anything a collector's edition could do to make you buy it? Oh, look, it's uh, making it bigger. And since Aruru Shurik is from the other side of the pond, doing. there's a you in favorite. Look at that. I know it messed me up. <laughs> you spelled it wrong. Also, I apologize if you hear the cough drop. My throat is killing me. Just, if it, All right, just so, pick it up. Huh? <laughs> go, oh, go. God. That was so dumb. Okay. So I'm mm. going to start off. I'm going to read the, fir- the first uh, patron <laughs> response to the question. It's going to be from Wild West 08. And I'm just going to read what he said because Thank you, fuck. I think this is all good. I usually buy one collector's edition each year. My favorite so far is the Shadow of War with its massive statue. I don't under- I don't know that one. Halo Reach was a really good one as well. I do know that one. I have mine sitting right here. That statue is amazing. Um, the thing that will get me to buy it is a well-designed statue of access to all content, Steelbook, and other goodies. The one I regret not getting is Titanfall 1 or 2, and I... Absolutely agree with that. Have you guys seen the collector's edition statue for Titanfall? Yes. And we had a... Yes. Mm-hmm. I've won it. Yes. I remember it was like $300. And we had this one yes. friend that got it because he's rich. Uh, shout out to Dwayne. And <laughs> the kicker Bitch is Dwayne. he had... The kick, Dwayne Dust is his name. And the kicker is he had zero intention of playing the game. He bought it just for the statue. And, the, <laughs> and hates first-person shooters. Wow, and that's and how much that's how cool the statue was. And, Honestly, and you being you, said, "Can I have that disc?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I would have. <laughs> See, I came to the game late with Titanfall. At the time when that came out, I wasn't married; I was still single. So, like a three hundred dollars statue, I absolutely bought that. Really? Oh yeah. At the time, I was yeah. It's collector's editions. I very I buy them all. I love them. I mean, my room, my game room right now is a wreck. But for those listening, you can see, you know, I have my games back there. I have Power Rangers posters there. Um, like I said, I have my Halo Reach statue right there. And the one collector's edition that I did get, and Corey will appreciate this, is the Tony Hawk one, where I got the the board house bird board. Yeah, board, bird house board. Yeah, it kind of goes into like I was gonna mention. I just thought about it right before you said it, like. Part part of my answer is what Skeptical Mario and Heizo say, where they Skeptical says he doesn't buy collector's editions, he's not a collector, and then Heizo says he doesn't do it anymore, he's moved into a smaller place, and uh, basically you have to have a room to do that stuff. I I actually put that Tony Hawk collectors in the cart, had it pre-ordered, and like a week before it came out, I got rid of it. (laughs) I was like, I can't do it. It's going to sell on. I have like. One shelf, maybe two, that I could put stuff on. What? What's the point? You know, I'm just gonna look at it. So, see, I like random junk. 
Well, I have lots of it. Later in life, when you get older, that random junk. This is probably just Funko me. Pops. They probably have a lot of random junk. That random junk just gets in the way. Like I, I was trying That's to think what this of room is. game like collector's editions past for me, and I can only really think of one, and that was Fable Three. It came with a deck of cards and a coin. Um, I regret not buying that. It one. Pro- well, I threw I threw all that stuff away like a year ago, maybe two oh. years ago, and. Uh, so like, it, but it was cool because it came in like a book and it was like a hidden slide out thing to find the cards and it was so nice. Like I'm so mad I didn't buy it. I, I usually like, I think I probably got something like that before that, but it has to be something I really like. So I really liked Fable at the time. Uh, I still do. And but it if it has like tchotchkes and stuff and like statues, I just I don't have places for them, so I don't get them. They don't interest me, uh, especially and that holds true even more now because it's. It's like a digital world, so a physical thing just doesn't typically cut it. Now, I, I thought I didn't have anything, and I was reminded that I do. I did get the La Mulana, uh, you know, guess it's a collector's edition. It has both games in it, but I only got it uh, for one reason. That's because it was going on clearance, and so it was super cheap, and had I known that the digital games were going to go on sale for probably cheaper the first for the very first time, like three weeks later, I would have waited. But uh, I, I got that when it came with the game. Uh, it came with a really like, I guess if you're into it, like it has the art book, you know, you have stuff in it. Uh, one thing that I've never been into, this is still in the plastic. It's uh, official soundtracks to the game. I guess that's cool. And then Ooh. if you don't know La Mulana to, to Vayner, very 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 heavy on the puzzles it actually comes with a puzzle a little jigsaw puzzle so oh, that's neat so like yeah that's like the extension of my collector's edition if you want to call it which i only bought because it was on clearance so it was my cheapest way to get the games at the time um i'll never open this stuff but it's i guess it's there you know and i'll just throw it away in two years <laughs> well i know a guy in baltimore that'll take it Sure, for the low, low price of uh, seventy-five dollars shipped, it's yours. We'll tell. We'll, we'll figure out what it is. <laughs> now, I personally am more of a special edition guy, uh, as opposed to the collector's edition, because uh, I get those digital soundtracks that you don't like. I love them, and that's why I like. Sometimes <laughs> I'll buy something from Steam just because it comes with the soundtrack. Which I could probably get off of Spotify for, for free. free. Or someplace <laughs> right. else for free, but whatever. But now I own it. I can find a CD player somewhere and try to rip it. Uh, if you open you know, your edition. I can, I can do that. If I well, if it helps, that's I why a CD player right here. special editions tend to be digital. So I don't have to deal with any of the you know junk on the shelf or whatever. Now, I have made exceptions twice for Ori, because I, <laughs> I have I have the new Ori um, Will of the Wisps Collector's Edition, I think, or Special Edition or something. And then I also have the Ori Collection. Uh, I'm never going to open those. Come Did they come with it. a statue or something like that? No, no statues, but they do come with like art books and things like that. If you so, don't open it, it doesn't matter what it came with. <laughs> well, you know, with the lucky person that buys it off of me or uh, you know, finds it in my in basement your- when I'm dead. Uh, will they're gonna dig you up will, and you're gonna be buried with from it. that? Yeah, I'll be buried in that steel case, uh, <laughs> cremated, 
cremated and, and split amongst all my collector's edition steel cases. Uh, <laughs> I do like steel cases. I, I, think also, cool. steel I also have the Song of the Deep uh, special edition or collector's edition because it comes with a little art book uh, as well as the uh, the game. So just a regular case with the game, but it has a little art book. So I, I like Speaking those things. Now, I didn't know anything about Titanfall. Wasn't really into it. And by the time I realized how awesome it was, because uh, I did get it pretty much when it came out, um, but I had no idea that the collector's edition was going to be so awesome with that statue. If they ever make a Titanfall 3, I will be jumping on that if they have a cool statue. That would be the only time oh, I would right. buy a statue because I love that statue. Who knew um, you would spend hundreds of hours on like, the first game? I love that. I just love that. It, uh, it is a good so game. Good. It's um, so good. Yeah. Now, Toby Lynn says, I buy mostly digital games now. So, yeah, I agree with that. When they're on sale, I have enough games to play, so I shouldn't need to buy the latest game right away, though I want to sometimes. And there's not enough space to buy collector's editions and too much money. I would buy a collector's edition if it was part of a Kickstarter or came with a book or statue or something cool like that. That's true. The Kickstarters often come with the soundtrack, so that's why I do that. And also, that's how Metroid mm-hmm. Manias get made. You know, when a developer... Loves Metroidvania very, very much. They get together and they make a Kickstarter. That Kickstarter becomes a game eventually. Uh, And Hatton says, I like the idea of collector's editions, but I don't like the price. I have some, not many, but they are always ones that I've got cheap many years after they were new out. I keep checking eBay for that statue. And man, when the statue (laughs) statue is the right price, the shipping is not. It's It's like two or three times it just to get it shipped. So... Unless Speaking of the Titanfall somewhere. one specifically, there's a mm-hmm. store around here called Bargain Hunt. I oh, yeah. found that in a bargain. I've been in there years, but I did find it in there one time. Like this huge thing behind the oh, little yeah. electronics desk. And you I could probably got it, it for like 30, 40 bucks, you know. What? I'm You're the guessing. worst, Corey. You are the worst. <laughs> you could have got it for 40 bucks and you didn't buy it? Well, well yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a lot of dust to collect. Frick. Uh, I would have paid you twice you that. You did mention Hatton. He He's one of the three that shared some picks with us. Uh, he actually has a Defiance Collector's Edition, and that looks like it has like a lot of stuff. It has a statue. It comes in a fancy cool. box. I like them when they come in fancy boxes. Those are, those are bag, cool. too. Yeah. Yeah, now, Do you it remember does. pre-ordering from like Best Buy and you get like a beanie? Like I have a Gears <laughs> beanie. Yeah. Uh, but now it's it makes, like yeah. controller stickers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, if you're if you're live watching us, the Ragnaroks, the glass short sword from Skyrim, that is a thing of beauty. I want that so much. Yeah, his is a little different. It's not a collector's edition of a game. It's just something that is gaming related that he got uh, for Christmas, I believe. So it it does look pretty cool. Yeah, and I can imagine if you're in the Skyrim like you probably want this. Very much so. The the glass armor looks awesome, and that sword is sweet, especially with that case that he has back there. Yeah, I love that. We so had one much. more submission. That was Retro Chief. He got the Disney Infinity Collector's. I had no idea it had its own collector's edition. I did not. Of course, I wasn't I into Disney cool. Infinity, but the thing they're fighting is huge. What is that? I'm guessing you get like these. I guess they're exclusive characters. I don't know about Disney Infinity that much, but. Why else would you have it? Collector's edition? All right, Al. It's what do you mega, collect? I know you collect stuff. It's mega cool. Oh, I was just uh, perusing the interwebs, and I was looking for that Titanfall collector's edition. I just sent you guys right, a how link. Much? <laughs> There's oh. one on a 
Uh, I guess Walmart sells stuff secondhand. What? Six hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like Amazon. People can yeah. just sell stuff. That's about and, how much it is to get it on eBay and get it shipped. So and this is the 360 yeah. version of Titanfall. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. The statue's the same. It's the statue. Cares about the, it's the statue. I want the game. I want the statue. And it comes with a book. The statue is awesome. And a book. Um, yeah, when I think of collecting collector's editions, my first thought immediately is Halo. Yep. So I don't think it was mentioned yet. The Halo 3 Legendary uh, Collector's Edition... Which was... Um, <laughs> I want that. A helmet here. If you couldn't share this somewhere in the chat. It's a head. And you can take the, the helmet off. And there's a little storage space where you could put Halo 1 and 2 in there. It's, it was really cool at the time. And I actually remember getting this at Best Buy on clearance for like 50 bucks. And there were so many of them. They must have made a million. Um, yeah, so it's basically just a big Master Chief head. I want that. And I s- at the time when that came out, I was 2007. I was still in school, so I didn't have a job, and I couldn't buy that for myself. And my parents were not going to buy that for me. And the other thing, um, that I definitely don't buy every year are the WWE collector's editions. Um. <laughs> So, that's the only physical thing I would buy every year is the WWE Collector's Editions, and they would invariably come with uh, an autograph from someone, or like a, a replica Hall of Fame ring. Uh, that's kind of cool. All kinds of stuff. Figures, statues. So, it's usually like a $100 edition that comes with some, some stuff. Um. Yeah, as we've a lot of people in the chat have basically said the same thing. As as we've gotten older, we don't want to collect physical stuff. It's just stuff. And I'm still a child. Yeah, True. wait five years. Not only that, but the the stuff they give you is garbage too. Like I remember getting the Grand Theft Auto Four for 360 thing. Mm. It came with like a lockbox. Oh, yeah, like yeah I have bank. that. Awesome. I went to Target when that came out. That was I, that was pretty yeah, weird. I tossed that, and then the bag. I, I, Wait, I used the bag. It like ripped the first day. Oh. So, so that was garbage. So that didn't happen. I, didn't Mass Effect do something with theirs? Didn't they have a bag too, and it was garbage? Uh, Fallout. No, that was Fallout seventy six. No, the Mass yeah. Effect game was garbage. So it had to come with cool stuff. <laughs> there was there was somebody around the time oh, of Mass Effect uh, <laughs> that had a garbage bag. I'm it kidding, just, it, kidding. It, it, can't remember who that was. My, it, it was, it it was, was Fallout. Fallout. Yes, yes. Thank you. It was Fallout seventy six. <laughs> thank you, Chad. I was trying to so get you high. On so. that one, Bethesda actually took got a lot of heat for that and wound up giving everybody a bunch of like their in game credits <laughs> bunch because of duct it was tape. supposed it was supposed to be like a really nice like canvas bag that you could actually use. But when people actually got it, it was like the if you ever bought like a duffel bag from Walmart that was like ten bucks, that's the material, and it immediately ripped. And it was like a five hundred dollar special edition too. Oh yeah. One of the things that we haven't really mentioned is like we I I don't get it for a lot of the physical things. What does sway me is digital exclusive stuff but it has to be like of some kind of worthwhileness to me like cosmetics usually don't do it but 
DLC is a good one or exclusive content that you can actually play is one. Um, a, a lot of the times it's it's character skins, but uh, I, I know I'm, I'm getting the, the Forza controller that comes with its own uh, special DLC, which happens to be cosmetic. I think in this case, I don't think it gives you like wheel spins or anything, but uh, that's something to consider as well. Just a little different. Am I the only person that does not like that Forza controller? No, you are not the only person. There's one other person. Mm-hmm. I don't know who. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> it looks better than the Halo one to me, but I'm not. I'm not You're the Halo guy. Hi. Oh, um, yeah. Philip Wendell did put a good point. Some these digital ones, some of them are giving you access early. Um, that is a pretty good perk, although you do have to pay for it. And some of the times it's on Game Pass and you're like, I can just wait four days and play it for free. <laughs> right. I, I keep thinking of like Gears of War 4 when that came out because like Game Pass was still kind of new, but it's like, why would I pay $90 to play it on Friday when I could pay nothing and pay it on t- play it on Tuesday? I mean, that's kind of the same thing with the digital DLC. So like the digital version that gives you like the extra level or the skin that does nothing or the gun that does nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, That sort of stuff can be purchased later, hopefully on a sale um, for much cheaper than the, you know, the 10 extra or the 20 extra. That's the hope. Sure. Yeah. Most times that extra digital garbage doesn't really do it for me. Um, yeah, I get tempted. I get excited. I get excited really easily. Like I, I, I almost bought that halo controller. I, you know, I definitely have the Forza thing, but I'm kind of like, I'm hovering over the, you know, delete from my cart. Um, it's still, I still have it pre-ordered, but I have time to maybe, to you know, drop it, but that stuff gets me really excited at the time. But then I think about it and I'm just like, mm, it's not really that worth it. The hype me. dies down quickly. Like I, I get excited for a lot of switch games, especially Pokemon, like oh, I really need to have Pokemon Snap, but it's like uh, opening week has gone, and I'm like, I'm good, I can wait, I'm good. I got a Pokemon Snap poster sitting behind me. I haven't hung up yet. You know what kills me? But I didn't buy that game. I mean, it's not, it's not Xbox, but that Metroid Dread, mm. like that's a collector's edition I really was looking forward to. Just you know, it's only got the steel box and some art and stuff. And part of it is the fact that it's hard to get. Yeah, I just like to have that on my shelf because I have I have a bunch of the others. I just like to yeah. have that. And then yeah, and then the, it sells out, and then it's you know on eBay for like three times the price. Yeah, yeah, that that does make me yep. sad. Yeah. Uh, Mental Knight said uh, the only <laughs> way that getting a game three days early is appealing is if you have three days to live. All right, that's uh, an interesting way <laughs> to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, otherwise it's not worth the money, I guess. Uh, reading some more submissions from you guys. Did we read EOJs? I don't think so, right? He talked about collector's editions from back in the PlayStation, PlayStation 2 era from Working Designs. Hmm. I wish he had given some examples. I can't think of any. Uh, but he said he switched over to digital media since Xbox One began. And yeah, I feel like a lot of people have, have done that. He said his last physical game purchases were in the 360 era. And the allure of a collector's edition isn't going to get him past the convenience of digital. Uh, Mr. Lego Man, Lego Man, Lego Head, uh, <laughs> said you can't game share a collector's edition. 
Right on, brother. Right on. It's true. Meh. Very true. <laughs> Chewy says, collector's edition, clutter equals divorce. All right, well. Now, if 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 you see Wookiees, what is a Wookiee's wife like? Like, does she take rip off arms and legs? I'm very and and, and other stuff. Um, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say and other it. stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, like, like, uh, like your like, nose, like I got yeah, your like nose. a nose, right? Got your nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finishing yeah, like, off. Col- oh god. I was just going to say, I think I said it in Discord. Matrark agreed with me. Like, just collector's editions in general just seem like a thing of the past. Like, you don't see them very often. They, they're typically only with bigger games. The only one I could think of recently was Mass Effect. Um, yep. I don't want that. I, I can't. I honestly can't think of anything else this year, although I, I don't really look for collector's editions, so I could very so easily miss one. But You got that uh, Cyberpunk one, right? Would okay, that is not that a collector's a, edition. It's not. It's yeah, but it comes with a lot of cool stuff. It's more than okay. just the standard disc. There was a collect- I think it gave me a postcard. No, it, it, it's the it regular did you game. Open it? Got the steel. Yes, I did. It, it gave me a, the regular game, and it gave me for free as an add-on. Not everybody yeah. got it. I didn't know I was getting it. A steel book to put yeah. it in. Mm-hmm. A steel it's book. Nice. What? A st- there was a map in there. I like maps. Yeah. I've got one for Morrowind and Skyrim. There's stuff in there, right? I got to find them. I want to hang yeah, out. Yeah, I've got that here because I got mine. And every 10th well. copy, you get a syringe. I feel <laughs> like. You get, man. I feel like this. Uh, sorry, I'm opening the thing. Yeah, this is thing. just regular stuff you get with the base game. It's not like a special edition. Let me see. And this. honestly, I mean. I mean is a, okay, is a steel case special? No, you could buy it for five dollars at Best Buy by itself. Oh, Wild you West says it was not a, for every game wrong. though. Wild West says it, it was a two hundred and fifty dollars version of Cyberpunk. I want to know what came in it. Uh, I had no idea. That blood. I mean, the map is cool. It reminds me of GTA, but who is going to use a real map for a video game? I don't even use a real map for the real oh, world. No one. <laughs> No one's going to use the map. It's totally just a collector's item so like you can put up on the wall or something like that. Yeah, frame no it. No one's going to use it. I mean, one of the coolest frame things it. is the case yeah. comes with a reversible cover because you can pick the guy or the girl, and now the still book makes that useless. <laughs> oh, hi, Volger. Uh, Volger uh-huh. says you hang the maps up. You used to do that all the time. Well, welcome back, Volger. Be- uh, before our stream, he um, <laughs> ate a nice hot chip in the name of little kids. Oh wait, that thing. Uh, uh, raising money for little kids for extra life. In my day, the maps used to be on cloth. Which one came with the cloth? Like, don't let me get cloth. Um, cloth. M- monkey so you buy like Ultima, buy Ultima, and you get a cloth map. Now that sounds cool. cool. That sounds yeah. neat. That's actually really cool. Yeah. X marks. The I feel spot. like a Zelda just did that recently. Skyward Sword, maybe. All right, that seems to be wrapping up. Yeah. Thank you for the question, Aruturek. Yes, very good question. I'm all about the collector's editions. Um, Fond memories. Yeah, let's let's get into the game showcase. 
Uh, let's start with L. What game would you like to talk about? I shouldn't do that because Corey has these all planned out. Does he? I mean, I had two people queued up, and L was not <laughs> one of them. <laughs> you have to ask Corey. Corey, who do you have queued up? I just try. I do. So I've been playing this game called Cloud Garden. <laughs> We're going to go with Corey first. <laughs> I've been playing this game called Cloud Garden. It's, uh, it's a new game. It's, uh, it's a little pricey, I think, at $18. But it's, it's, it's kind of cool. It's very minimalistic, very zen. So what you are given, uh, and I, I reviewed this for Xbox Tavern. I described it as post-apocalyptic uh, planting diorama simulator so you're given this little landscape and it could be like a sign or a street post or something and you're given a seed when you place that seed it will start to grow and it only gets bigger by placing trash next to it and you have a limited number of trash uh, to place down and they could be like a car or a beer bottle or a tire it could really be anything and it kind of gives you a radius and if you place that close enough to your seed it will grow um what what you're trying to do is fill up this meter like the more plants have grown the bigger the meter gets once it gets to 100 you're done with that level you can move on now it becomes a strategy game pretty quickly i would say within like the the first 10 levels it kind of stops holding your hand a little bit um, because, like I said, you have a limited number of pieces of trash to make your plants grow. And so you definitely have to be mindful of where you're placing it and 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 and, and how you place it. Because, one, if you place it over your plant, the plant kind of disintegrates at that point. Uh, but if you let your plant grow long enough, it actually will grow more seeds. So you can place that on other places of this you know, landscape in order to get that 100%. Uh, as you play through the game, you unlock different pieces of the landscapes, like more signs and stuff for creative mode. That part's just for fun. I don't think there's any achievements related to it. It has some fun things in there. I made one uh, just for the video I did, and uh, it has Series S's and Series X's in there. So I like grew plants all over them, and it's like pixelated plants, you know. I, I really do dig the aesthetic to the game, uh, but not only do you unlock these things to use in creative mode you're also unlocking different seeds as you go and the seeds grow better on different structures and and some like need light so like you want to place it where a street lamp can get to it and some do better on like tall vertical structures so it has become a very like strategic game but it is very zen and you can just chill out this is kind of like glass masquerade you know throw it on at the end of your day want to wind down do a level or two here or there and then there you go so again it's called cloud gardens and it's, it's pretty chill i would pick it up i would recommend it on a sale to people who like uh these smaller puzzle games but otherwise it, it's it's kind of unique you know so not not a whole i'm watching this it. video mm-hmm. and i and listening to you explain a game and I still feel like I have absolutely no idea what is going on. The game does z- zero hand-holding. Like, you're it given looks like very it. limited stuff at the beginning to help you figure out that you put a seed down and you put trash next to it and it grows. But, like I said, you quickly are thrown into the fire and 
as you complete little sections that will actually grow and you have to figure out how you can expand that with and try to grow your plants as much as you can to get as much seeds as you can. Um, it's got a lot of levels too. Uh, there's no set number. Like they do level one, 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 two, and it goes through like chapter eight, but I don't think they all have the same number of levels in each one. Uh, it has this thing where you can actually unlock all the levels. I tried it on an alt tag. It did not unlock an achievement, but it will get you to the nice end try. of the game and you can do like a credits level for an achievement, but it's a, it's an interesting game. Um, if it, it all interests you, definitely look up a video first to see if it's something that you would like. And like I said, I think it's a little pricey. I think it's like $18. Uh, but I would recommend it on a sale to people who kind of like these puzzle, these small minimalistic puzzle games. It's not like you have to do math or uh, fit shapes anywhere, but you do have to strategize you know, where you place stuff in the game. Now, is there a guide? No, uh, not at this time. It's pretty new game. Um, well, I'll take it back. It's new to Xbox. It has been on PC. I think there are people doing full playthroughs. I don't think it's a guide necessarily, but it's it's nothing that I, I looked into when I played it. I just assumed you looked it up. I don't look guides it. every single time, buddy. <laughs> Wasn't this a mobile game as well? Uh, it would not surprise me if it is because I can see this being very mobile friendly it reminds yeah. me it's, it's like the it shares the dna of this ios game i can never remember the name of it but you were basically given these wooden objects like a bird or you know a dog or something like that there'd be a nail on it and what you'd have to do is you'd have to turn your phone to kind of wrap this string around the the wooden thing and, and get like 100 percent coverage and then get to this other nail and then it was really weird. And you'd, you'd just be turning. I don't think it was using the gyroscope. I think you're using your fingers to turn the objects. It reminds me of that, like, so much. Huh. But I, I can't no remember that thing. What you're talking about, but a, it sounds a quick interesting. Google search tells me that this wasn't on iOS, but um, that was literally, like, the top two links I didn't figure it out in. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's a good game. The only gripe, really, the only gripe I had with it was the camera uh, you can zoom in and out, but you're kind of stuck to one axis, and that is it gets in the way a little bit when you're trying to be pretty precise. Because if you place something and it falls off the 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 map, there, it, I mean, it does nothing for you. So you can undo one thing, but uh, it, it still is. You got to be you, you have to be precise on some of the really smaller maps. So. Uh, but again, I really like the way it looks, and I, I think it's pretty, again, unique. This is not something I I would have thought that you would enjoy. Uh, I mean, I, I like my Zen stuff every yep. now and then. Like I thought, it's it's not like <laughs> I, I I thought uh, Art of Rally was a Zen game. It's not like that because that was not a Zen game. The, the little bit I dived it, this one kind of is. Unless you just get super frustrated, you're like, what the f do I do? Does your better half enjoy watching you play games ever? Games like this? I don't. I don't think she's ever seen me play games. I'm just kidding. She has, but I want to no, see her I, walk I, in. I, and see I don't this. invite her. Huh, oh, this is birds be... and a chainsaw. What do I do? 
No, th- this would be like probably normal. She was working the other day when I was playing Castle of Pixel Skulls, and I'm sitting here cursing at a eight bit skeleton. Can't jump over a spike. <laughs> oh, and she seen me lawn mow, and I, I even explained to her in depth what I was doing when I was mowing virtual grass. Oh man, what was her response? She was just shaking her head, like, "Yeah, good for you." <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, right. Zenbound. It was called Zenbound for iOS. Anybody? Zenbound. Nobody? Nobody. This, nope. This is no from idea. 2009, by the way. <laughs> I did not have a smartphone at that point. Mm. Okay, maybe just me then. You have a smartphone in 2009? I guess you were probably still in elementary school. I graduated in 2009. <laughs> 2009, I got my first phone, cell phone, which was the NV3. I didn't get a smartphone for a few years after that, so. All right, uh, let's take it to the next person. Uh, Corey, who do you have? Which video do you have ready next? Mr. Moose. Mr. Moose is on Mr. deck. Mr. Moose. Hey, what did I win? Um, so, the game oh. I would like to talk about is Mech Extermination Force. And I think Ooh, I okay. mentioned I'm this. interested in this. Yes, I mentioned this earlier on a coming real soon. Uh, now, this game is a boss rush basically and it is kind of like a combination of contra and bionic commando but in a boss rush type mode now you don't have the constrained movement of a bionic commando if you're if you remember that uh nope. game you basically could run you couldn't jump but you had a bionic arm that you could then swing with so it was really difficult to grasp okay well how do i use this bionic arm to get places like you can pull yourself, and, and but this doesn't have that. This, you're able to jump. You actually get additional movement modes as you progress through the game. Uh, I put a couple hours in, and so far, I can jump, uh, and I can wall climb. I have a magnetized glove that will let me scale these robots. Now, it's very cool. You, what you do is you go in, uh, first of all, <laughs> you need to contact the developer, because every time I launch the game, it says online is not available. Uh, it looks like an error, and then you, just, you back out of that, and then you go into the game, and you play the game, and the achievements pop just fine. So I don't know what that's all about. Well, that's um, all that matters. Yes. And and you start off on this beginner bot, and it actually, the very first level loads, and it reminded me so much of Shadow Complex. You're basically running Ooh. down the street from left to right, just like you do in Shadow Complex. Um, so I was getting all these different feels from all these different games, um, and you start off with this really basic gun. And as you progress, you earn gold. You'll eventually beat this this robot boss. You have to... Um, uh, every robot has armor, and you can... As you're shooting them, their armor will kind of flash. And once you break off that armor, you, you know, you can... now Maybe now you can scale that place where the armor was. Uh, there are red, uh, like, glass areas on the bosses, and there are yellow glass areas on the bosses. Uh, you have to destroy all of those. Typically, when you destroy a red one, um, it will change the way the boss fights. It will kind of progress their, um, you know, what what mode of the boss fight is going on. Like, you know, oh, now I'm in stage two, or now I'm in stage three, because I've destroyed all the red globes. And to finally destroy the boss, you have to, number one, knock off maybe maybe all the armor, but you definitely have to destroy all the red and all the yellow globes. Um, I have beaten four or five bosses 
and uh, they are challenging at first, but the, the better guns definitely make a difference. Um, you start off with a basic gun. It just shoots like crazy. It's, you know, nonstop shooting. Um, there is, unfortunately, when you're aiming and shooting, you just kind of like wiggle back and forth. But you can hold down the left bumper or maybe even the right bumper, and that will stop you from moving, and you can just sort of plant and shoot. Uh, and you can also do that while you're crouched. Uh, you can also crawl under things. Sometimes you have to do that. Um, you start off with that basic gun uh, after you've earned enough money. And you can replay uh, levels over and over and over again. And that's really the only way to make money. Because you're not going to beat all the bosses on your first try. You're not going to beat them on your second try. You're going to need to get more hearts. You're going to need to get more uh, guns and things like that in order to be able to beat those. So you're going to be grinding over and over on these bosses. Um, and you can do that through a little arcade machine uh, for any bosses you've beaten. Uh, you start off with that gun. You can get a flamethrower. Then there's a, a spread shot, uh, which is really good. I just unlocked the wave beam, which is really awesome. Uh, that seems to be the best gun so far. It just it tears through armor and things like that. Um, but it's really fun. I mean, all the bosses are creative. They're huge. So these, these bosses take up like an entire screen, sometimes two screens. Um, and they have varied attacks, all kinds of varied attacks. And it's just the best part of like Mega Man or, or whatever, you know, you, you go through all the garbage, all the stupid, like little flying things that hit you and knock you off a level. You don't have to do any of that. Now you just go straight to the boss. You fire up a level, the boss shows up, you go right in, you do your thing. Um, and it's really fun. Um, so I'm enjoying it. It is definitely challenging. It is not easy. Um, so if you're scared off by, you know, difficult games, maybe it's not for you. Uh, but if you're not a completionist and you just enjoy boss fights and Whoa. just having good, you know, platformer combat, this is definitely that. Uh, the achievements, for the most part, are beating all the bosses. So there's an achievement for each boss. Uh, there is a time. So if you can beat the game in less than 30 minutes, uh, I have not done that. <laughs> I'm getting a lot more practice to be able to pull that one off. Um, then there is uh, get the no damage bonus on each Mega Mech. You don't have to do that in one run. You can just try a boss and eventually... I get no damage. I've done that on one boss so far. I, you know, I'm, I'm still learning the patterns of some of these. Uh, there's one boss uh, that's actually on screen right now. That uh, he he starts off like a two-story tall robot, and then he yeah. switches to like an alligator, and the alligator mode really stinks. I don't know how you're going to dodge that. Probably with the spread gun, the spread will tear it, uh, through a lot of his projectiles and kind of keep them from hitting you. So that's probably the way to do that. Um, there are some videos online. This looks so uh, cool. It's also beating the game without dying which I think is just, you know, not dying on each mech. Um, uh, well, I don't know how it's different than no damage. No one's earned it yet. So I, you know, I can't look that one up. Uh, and then there's getting a three-star rating on each mega mech. I've only just now been able to get the three-star rating on the introductory boss. So none of the other bosses, but the very first one for like, how do you play this game? I've just finally been able to get the three-star rating on that. It's a combination of taking no damage and beating the boss in a certain time limit, I think. And then there's a really weird achievement called Love Blooms for finding love. And there's I have no idea how you do that. I think I think there's a little bit of story that's told between levels on your home base as you're running through uh, and buying weapons and you know getting your next mission and talking to people. There must be some sort of narrative story on there that allows you to find love. Um, but that's the game. And uh, I like it. May not be for everyone, but uh, I definitely this enjoy it. This looks great. I'm mesmerized watching this. This looks like so much fun. Yeah. I it's mean, colorful. if you like boss fights, yeah, it's very colorful. The bosses That's are cool. very creative. They're very different. 
Um, you know, one boss is just your basic boss and he transforms into like a tank. Uh, then you have another boss that once you beat his robot mode, he turns into a crocodile and you have to run away from the crocodile. The next boss is a snail and you have to, uh, you know, shoot his neck and break his neck down to the point where his, uh, weak area is a place where you can jump up and hit. And then once you do that, you have to get inside his shell and you have to defeat him, uh, inside of his shell. And this is all different phases of that fight. Uh, and it's very cool. Uh, like I said, I haven't seen all the bosses yet, um, but man, it's very creative. Uh, I really enjoy it. Very. This looks like the like um like Dark Souls where it's difficult, it's challenging, but it's like the right kind of difficult where it just as you persevere and you play it more and more, and you yourself get better. You be it makes it um. It's like worthwhile challenges when you get, when you finally are able to kill the boss. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you definitely get the uh, definitely get the reward feeling when you when you pull this stuff off. It's <laughs> these no death and these no hits are going to be very tough. So now, is there a save feature, or can you pick any boss at any time? You can pick any boss at any time. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. There, there is a a, path, a progression path. You have mm-hmm. to beat the intro boss first. After you beat the intro boss, I think you have your choice of two levels. Uh, once you beat both of those levels, you then have your choice of another two or maybe three levels. So you can't just go and, and beat any boss you want. There is progression you have to do. Um, yeah. I like that the developer put in the background uh, different things he's worked on, like Gunman Clive billboards. <laughs> you know, it's very common for huh. people to uh, put their own name or their other games in, in the background, especially oh, the smaller developers. This guy had a weak spot right in his crotch. Yes, this guy has a, <laughs> uh, there is a robot that has a weak spot in his crotch. You have to blow away his armor. <laughs> you have to jump up and, and hit his uh, weak point with your baseball bat. I think there are other melee weapons that become available. Uh, and I don't know if they're uh, cosmetic or if they actually do more damage. But uh, yeah. And then... Um, just when you think you're done some of these bosses, they go into a super secret phase. Uh, this boss, when you're done, you know, destroying his crotch and then destroying his chest, he actually splits <laughs> into two two robots that are basically like the bottom half of any normal robot. Like his arms turn into legs and his legs stay as legs. And then you have to jump on them. And I haven't beat this boss yet. This boss is tricky. Um, but basically, you just try, try, try. You eventually figure out something that works and uh, and you get through it. And that's uh, that's what I love. The best part is you don't have to fight through all the garbage enemies to get to the boss fight. Huh. Yeah, this is mesmerizing. I could watch this for a very long time. And since I think it's been a while and it has a weird name, what is the name of the game? Yes, thank you. It's Mech Extermination Force. So like extermination, but Mech Extermination. Yeah, but like mechs because you're fighting big robots. And what was the price? The price on this guy is, I'm going to say 12, 12 bucks right yeah. now. Okay. That doesn't seem unreasonable. Yeah. No, it's, it's a discount. And I'm sure it'll go on sale at some point. So, you know, just put a price tracker on it and, you know, wait till it gets to what's right for you. But definitely fun. Oh, oh we're watching a video and that's how you beat the guy. And then once you beat that, he goes into a fourth <laughs> phase. What a jerk. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get rid of that. Yeah, let's get rid of that so Nate has to figure these bosses out on his own. Yeah, no right, cheating. And let's go. Yeah, no cheating, Nate. 
Uh, let's go to L now. What game would you like to talk about, L? Hello. Did you miss me? All right. Uh, this is for Fog, who apparently thinks that I only play a certain type of game nowadays. Zeta like Oh, no. It's not going to be an East Asia Soft game, Fog. It's going to be two East Asia Soft games. But uh, one thing at a time. First, we're going to go back to a game that I streamed last night called Rogue Explorer. And this game is uh, $8. Um, it is a rogue game, I guess. Basically, you just uh, go through... It would be weird if it's not. <laughs> you go through uh, three or four levels, and you get to a boss. And as you're going, it's very interesting. So you, you gain experience by killing the, the bad guys, and then you gain levels, and you can choose which... Um, power up you want when you gain a level and if you die you lose your levels but you keep any items you earned and stuff like that so it becomes like a roguelite never um, would have guessed rogue explorer yes <laughs> would have been a roguelite it certainly is so as you see there defeat a boss and that's the first stage of grasslands pretty easy but then it gets tougher and then as you go you find um you find items and you find crafting tools and you can craft weapons and armor and all kinds of stuff that they don't really explain to you but you figure it out now each level had its own music which i found very nice uh, the achievement list only has you do the first three stages and i believe there are 12 areas typical ea stage yourself i don't know it's more typical of a rat East Asia Soft usually doesn't tell you to defeat levels. It just makes you do stuff. And that's what this achievement list does as well. So there's achievements for getting a bunch of coins, for opening treasures, for killing enemies. And you're going to do that stuff naturally. The only things that's going to be tricky is beating... I had trouble beating the second boss and the third boss. But once you die, you just you keep getting a little bit stronger. And you, and you get uh, new techniques and you roll around. And eventually, you beat the game. Um, overall, for eight dollars, I thought, yeah, I, I assumed it was a five dollar game. I guess it is eight dollars. I'd probably wait for this to go half price to pick it up. Um, maybe I just suck, but the completion estimate on TA is zero to one hour. It took me closer to two hours, honestly. But. That might be a little low. I don't know. I mean, it's got 1,100 TA, so it's not like an auto 1K like some of these are, where it's like 1,002 TA. Right. Was um, it enjoyable enough, or do you wish the achievements made you stay longer? It's a good question. Um, I mean, I went ahead and started the next level and died promptly, and I was like, all right. I think I'm good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it reminds well, all you need to know. It reminded me of uh, Devious Dungeon. Yeah, I, I can kind of see a little devious in there. Um, you see how there's swords around the guy? So, like, one button is the sword button. Then, when you go near them, the other sword just automatically hits them. So, it's got some cool stuff going on. And yeah. 
Fortunately, I, I don't have much more to this say about it. This doesn't look awful. No, it's not awful. It's just if you if you don't mind a game where if you die, you just got to go right back at it. And the levels are not procedurally generated. It's the same thing every time. And the enemies are in the same place. But what does change, actually, is the, the power-ups you get for gaining levels. So that was Rogue Explorer. I got one more East Asia Soft game called Blitzbreaker. And this one, I got a lot to say about this one. <laughs> the first thing you'll notice is that it has my favorite thing. Uh, in Discord, uh, <laughs> I went on a tangent a few weeks ago about people who post vertical videos. This game <laughs> is basically a vertical video. <laughs> Literally, huh. it's one third of the screen. It takes up one third of the screen, yes. Um, you can change the backgrounds. There's three or four different backgrounds. So the gameplay is interesting. So instead of being a platformer where you are moving left and right, your button presses are up, down, left, and right. And you just move accordingly. And you can press the A button to jump, which you'll have to do later. So yeah, look at this gameplay. You're just going across the screen and you do have to beat the stages fast as you can to get the most points because your timer goes down and the faster you beat it the more points you get because there will be achievements for getting a certain amount of points um, for whatever reason this achievement list is has some of the worst typos I have ever seen in my life <laughs> we have oh score climper uh, area Clipper. swipper and like I don't understand because in the game the levels have some clever names and they're spelled fine so I guess the achievements are outsourced that's the only thing I could think of is that I, I, I don't even know what to say like the word climb shouldn't be that hard to figure out it says climp I don't even know you, what area uh, you need to get with these stages soft. I'm going to have to talk with them. Tell them, just give me a copy of your game, and I will proofread it. I would proofread, proofread it for, the achievement. For, I would proofread it for free. <laughs> because this just hurts my head. <laughs> um, this game is also uh, zero to one hour. This probably... I mean, TA says it took me two hours and 18 minutes. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest one is getting 10,000 points, so you pretty much need to go through um, two of the worlds. 10,000 points? I just saw on the video somebody did one level and got like 3,000 points. I don't know about that. That might really, be a typo. Maybe a typo. <laughs> I don't think so. No, it's it's yeah, it's a 10,000 combined. The rest of the achievements oh, okay. are basically just going through the levels. 25 stars. Uh, it's another one also like in the vein of N plus and stuff like that, where you're going to die a bunch. It's trial and error. So there's achievements for dying 50, hundred and 150 times as well that you will get naturally. You don't have to die on purpose. Well, this player looks like they're not dying at all. So I don't know about that. I you mean, know what this that's like definitely me playing. makes me, 
you know what makes me like really want now seeing this because it's i've played a lot of these games you know especially these shoot-em-ups that take up only one third of the screen like i was like imagine playing this on your phone it would suck but if they could implement where you could turn it vertical get rid of the you know the non-use space and that's the only thing you have especially these like one button games or even if it's like a swipe this would be great to play on a vertical phone i agree this actually would work pretty well as yeah. a phone game so over here see you're uh, over here you're back. you're waiting and you're jumping here you don't jump too much but it's just weird to play a game where you're just used to running and jumping but you're not there's no running. You're just smashing against walls. And hitting against walls is actually part of the strategy. You hit the wall, and then you bounce off the wall, and you go where you need to go to pick up the coins and ultimately get the stars. I thought this was an enjoyable game, actually. I mean, I'm ragging on it a little bit, but I enjoyed it. It's a $5 game. But if you're here with us now, we have a copy of it for you. So check it out. Type in exclamation point blitz. And for those of you listening on the audio show, sorry, you got to check us out in the live stream next time. We have some giveaways like this from time to time. So good luck, everybody. Uh, this was Blitzbreaker. And I would check it out for five bucks. Well, all right. Since Kenny isn't here and he doesn't have a game on his list... We'll just have to move right along into sales. That's a segue for you. Wow. That was an excellent segue. Thank you. I'm going to go first. And I have some beef to pick with Inigo Montoya 80. <laughs> Uh-oh. Who, <laughs> He's getting who worried. Did, he did not tell us about an excellent sale on Dirt 5. So Dirt 5 is in Game Pass, but it has a lot of DLC. Even some that just came out like last week. And... You he bought a couple weeks ago the year one edition of Dirt Five's game and all DLC uh, for super cheap on sale. Well, guess what? It's on sale again, and I'm kind enough to let you guys know that this Game Pass game with all DLC out so far has been released. So Dirt Five uh, Year One Edition is on sale for fifteen dollars. I believe I'm just double checking myself here. Uh, $20, my bad, $20, which is still like for all the DLC you get, it happens to be 800 gamer score worth of DLC brings the total um, TA up to 4,600 for the game for 20 bucks. Sounds good. And I haven't played it yet, but I did buy it. It does seem like, good for a certain competition that may or may not come up in uh, the near future. So yeah, dirt five, all DLC 20 bucks. Now that said, it's called year one. I have no idea if it's, if year two stuff is coming out and you have to buy that separately. If you do, don't hate me, but that's a thing. Now, is there a collector's edition that comes with actual dirt? <laughs> it comes with a real car, real dirt. <laughs> no five, idea. Five dirts. What about you, L? Tell me what you found in the sale. Oh, man. I found something amazing. It, uh, if you've never played a Jackbox game and you want to dive in for five bucks, you got to pick up Quiplash. 
which is my favorite Jackbox Party Pack game. But you have to have six to eight people live playing the right way. It is the most fun you could have. You can play this with your parents. You could play this with your grandparents. You could play this with little kids. Anybody who has a, a phone or a laptop where they could type in stuff. Preferably some people with some drinks in them. So maybe not the little kids. I don't know. I love Quiplash. It is $5. And it is fun and an easy 1K to boot. I uh, also uh, recommend Demon's Tier Plus, which I was asking to go on sale a few weeks ago. I was very excited because the, the, the Riddle Corpses EX people do that game. So I had to shout that out. That's four ninety nine. TA says it's six to eight hours, though, so... Hmm. A little bit meatier. Isn't that terrible? Six to eight hours sounds long. It's so terrible. It used to be a short completion. And since we haven't mentioned moving out in quite a long time, I'm just going to mention moving out. If you happen to be one of those people like me that uh, when the DLC came out didn't get a chance to finish shit before it left Game Pass, uh, it's moving out is uh, $12.50 half price. That is a fun four-player local co-op adventure. What about you, Koosh? Yes, I have one Thanks game for everybody. <laughs> I was going to say, we introduced it. I didn't have to say it. Um, the game that I would like to suggest for everyone and is actually Guess one what? I'm picking up myself. Uh, this is called Max and the Book of Chaos. It's $6 down from 8 so not a huge discount, but you know, I mean, it's a good price. It is a shmup, shoot em up two to three hours. It's colorful, and it has very interesting-looking levels. And um, when I was watching some gameplay of this, it reminded me of one of my favorite shmups to just kind of play a level or two here or there as I'm going through it, Bug Butcher. Uh, The Bug Butcher was a fun little game. It was in Game Pass. Uh, It's no longer there. And, man, it was a fun time. And this just gives me all the feeling of that. Uh, looks like there's stuff to work on. So, you know, kill so many of these guys. And I don't know. It just looks awesome. It's got kind of a cartoon aesthetic to it. And the uh, you know, the, the style just looks right up my alley. So check it out. Caramello. Did you go, Corey? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, just making sure. You you went before we continued on. All right. So uh, with that, if you don't want to buy anything, uh, we have some Game Pass. Wait a minute. We have a winner. We have a winner. Winner of what? Uh, Winner of Blitzbreaker. Kingsman 2625. Congratulations, my friend. Kingsman, of course, is famous for listening to this podcast on iHeartRadio while he walks his dog. So he deserves this game. Never mind. What were we going to say? Is he listening on his flip phone? I was going to make a dumb 99 joke. Oh. Why is no need to beat a dead horse. We don't do that. Why is everyone saying it was rigged? (laughs) I did a test roll like before the show and Kingsman won. Oh. And then he won the real giveaway too. Oh, nice. What are the odds? Um, It's meant to be. Congrats. All right. 
Well, in that case... That second uh, one was a demo, too. Now do another one. Oh, <laughs> just kidding, Kingsman. You won. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's get on to the free stuff if you don't want to buy anything. Ooh. Uh, Games of Gold, Warhammer Chaos Bane is, av- is available. That's the Xbox One game. And on the 360, the game is Zone of the Enders HD Collectors Collection. Yeah, I mean, uh, my friend's feed is totally filled with people playing those games. I'm sure yours is, too. Uh, I'm sure it is <laughs> if I looked at my friend feed. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I didn't know people actually use TA for things that aren't guides. Well, they don't. Yeah, that's Games of Gold. Go pick those games up. You have until the 30th for Warhammer and the 15th for uh, Zone of the Enders, and then they'll switch over. And in Games of... Or not Games of Gold. Game Pass. Game Pass. We got Games of Game Pass. We definitely... There's lots of Games of Game Pass. podcasted last year. By I want to say like nine hours oh, after oh, we did we stopped recording <laughs> it came out. Um, yeah. So at that, actually, what's today? Today. Okay, so recording is the seventh. So these games will all have be here by the time nine Twitch uh, people will hear this. All right. So on this September second, we got Craftopia that is in game preview. That's cloud console and PC. Game preview, but it does have achievements. Right. Important distinction. Uh, Craftopia, if you remember, that's, I believe it was E3. We had a demo, and it basically looked like every single game that you could possibly think of is in this game. It's a little bit of everything. It looks very, very wild. Um, Final Fantasy Thirteen has been added for the console and the PC. Yeah, they came that, out. That's a new stack. Yeah. Out of nowhere. There were a lot of people that were like, uh, do I want to do the grind again? Okay. <laughs> you don't have to complete it again. Of course you do. You don't even have to play I'll, it. If you start, you got to complete it. It's Game all Pass. all the achievements and all the, all the Final Fantasies, and I mean, then you got to. Uh, Signs of the Sojourner has been added on the cloud console and PC. And Surgeon Simulator 2, Cloud Console on PC. That one is a stack as well, so two lists there. Fun fact. I wonder when we're going to start seeing cloud stacks. Uh, we won't, because they, they use the uh, console version of the games. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. Fun story about Surgeon Simulator 2. Uh, hey, uh, I was going to... We, we talked about playing it before the show, and... Uh, the show kind of came up quick on us, uh, you know, day after holiday, it never, never works out good for planning, but, uh, I tried out surgeon Rude. simulator two. It took me four times to get working on my one X. <laughs> it was so slow to run. Uh, fourth time I finally got into the game and actually was able to do stuff, but I did not pass Dang. through all of the tutorial. Um, seems funny, but man, it could be frustrating. I, I had to saw off somebody's arm and, I had the saw, and it's like I was just giving him a little scratch. Nothing was happening <laughs> with with his uh, with his uh, apparatus there. Yeah, somehow I missed. I did the same thing. Uh, somehow I missed the control that told you how to move your arm in and out. 
And that was the secret to sawing was, okay, hold the left bumper and then push the, I think the right stick forward and back. And that'll kind of make you saw through the arm. Now I did get a little bit farther. I actually completed the first level and it seems like there's an interesting story to the campaign. There's wait uh, story. There's some story to this campaign and there's a little bit of mystery going on. So I, I have not yet gone on to the second level. Cause I then went back and, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to get the A++ rating on this, which means beat it in a certain amount of time, which is not a problem. The The problem was beating it with a certain amount of blood loss, uh, <laughs> not, not letting Bob have uh, too much blood loss. And I tried it like four times. I think I finally figured out what I need to do. Uh, but yeah, man, that, that game, it's going to take some uh, it's take some practice. It's got kind of those weird... Uh, you know, human fall flat type control, like sticky hands control type stuff. And uh, yeah, it's going to require some skill. I might try it on PC to see if it's better with a mouse. Could Ooh, be. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, uh, it, it could be. Yeah, Lucas1987 in chat uh, didn't know about the Final Fantasy 13 stack. Uh, I will say that in this huh. instance, lightning has struck twice. Man. I'm good at this. That wasn't awful. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. I, I popped myself with it. I'll, I'll give you that one. Thank you, thank you. The last one I've already forgotten is terrible. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> September 7th, for day of recording, Crown Trick is coming to the console on PC. I think that one's going to be decent. It's kind of roguey, then, though, so I'm, I'm saving it. Oh, can't play that till January. And then September 9th, the day that this releases, this podcast releases, we have we have Breath Hedge. Am I saying that right? Breath Hedge. Breath Hedge. I don't know. Something like that. Sure. Something like that. Cloud console and PC. Uh, Nuclear Throne console and a PC. And the Artful Escape console and PC. I imagine the Artful Escape is the one out of those that any of us have any interest in. Well, I'm also hearing the Breath Edge might be interesting, so. And I'm hearing nothing but good things about Nuclear Throne. Like, it's really good. Is that the British version that has more use? <laughs> nuclear. 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 It's been out on Steam a while, so I know some people who have played it, and they're like, I put so many hours into it. Um, oh. so, I mean, it, it's got, it's got some good stuff going on. And I personally like the artful escape is the top, the tip top of my list, but there it's like, it's like an, a good month for game pass. It's not like the best month, but yeah, it's definitely not bad. the worst. Nuclear, ex- uh, wait, no, not nuclear escape. Nuclear throne is a shoot em up. So, <laughs> so you have to play it. <laughs> well, I was more or less, uh, talking to Nate. I remember Breathage coming on coming real soon, and I don't remember much about it at this point, other than I recommended it for you, Fufu. So you should look into that one as well. There was also like you had to push a button with a cat, like you smack <laughs> things with your cat. I don't know. That that sounds pretty good. Wait, what? Yeah, you gotta go watch the video. Uh, it's weird. Okay, I'll, I'll look at it after this. Um, that sounds weird. Uh, where were we? I lost my spot. Removed. Okay, so as always, we do have some games that are leaving. Leaving September fifteenth. Uh, company Company of Heroes two from the PC. 
this 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 good this this saga the saga yeah learn your Japanese okay. sorry my bad this this guy lightning four. only strikes twice it's true that that's true that's <laughs> leaving on the PC uh, Forza Motorsport Seven cloud console and pc now this is one that i know is on sale right now and when this leaves game pass it's going to be delisted so if you have any interest in this this is something you're going to want to pick up very quickly oh that reminds uh, me just because it's the best edition the one that comes off all the dlc and extra cars and stuff like that is like 20 bucks i if i remember correctly there's like the base that's 10 some sort of update upgraded one which is 15 and then like the ultimate edition is 20 that that does remind me not that it's game pass but we're, we're starting to see this where things are being removed off game pass and like immediately delisted um, oh, right. stranger things just happened they think that um the dark age crystals tactics game that is leaving in a week it will be delisted as well because it's a netflix uh, things so the license expired and then now we're getting into some twitter drama now again not game pass but beyond eyes uh has a high chance of being delisted as well at some point yep right if any of those you want you may want to pick them up now or you may not get them at all and i'm not saying anything about man eater but there's some drama <clears throat> there too <laughs> drama everywhere it'll be okay that might have been resolved, though. Don't take the bait. Because he stepped down. <laughs> because, yeah, somebody stepped down that, that made a comment, and uh, so maybe the developer's happier now. Yeah, maybe. Nobody's ever happy in this day and age. Um, also, leaving, we have three more games. Hotshot Racing is leaving the cloud and console. Uh, the Dark Crystal, you just talked about that. And Throne Breaker, The Witcher Tales, is leaving from cloud and console. Now, sorry, got an aside here. I played a little bit of Hot Shot, but I know Kush has played a good bit of it. Any any remarks about the game before it leaves? I have regrets. Uh, no. <laughs> it's playing hard. It or not playing it more. These driving games are hard. They expect you to like make turns and not use the walls <laughs> to do turns. And like you there's no guns. You no can't rewinds. Blow up the car that's that's faster <laughs> than you. That's uh, very frustrating. It, so there is some skill that's gonna be required. Uh, my old eyes cannot keep up with how fast the expert <laughs> version of the game goes just goes so fast. It's like, I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm looking at streaks. There's just colors coming at me. Um, so, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to be able to beat it in, what is this, uh, eight days right now. I don't think that's going to happen. I am going to squeeze out a little bit more um, uh, gamer score, but mostly TAD. The TAD is insane in this game. So if you don't care about completions, but you love TAD, check this game out. Uh, it's got a ton uh, for the squeeze. All right. And as always, just as a reminder, if any of these games interest you and you're not going to be able to complete them or you're going to want to keep playing them after they leave, you do get the Game Pass 20% off special as it's going out the door. So there's always that. Don't normally like to comment on what the chat is saying, but if you're listening, there is a leaderboard achievement in Hot Shot Racing, and you're going to want to jump on that as soon as you can if that's something that you uh, aren't great at. I was able to get it, and I'm not the best at this racing game, so there there might still be slots available. So just have to beat what the community does and 
I'm I'm beatable. So go for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get on to coming real soon. Hey. Now, someone, I suspect Corey, put my name next to Mr. Pumpkin too. <laughs> okay, listen, this is a weird week. Uh, I did not do that, and I don't have any submissions this week. It's kind of a real meh week. What? But if you have well, anything clearly, to it's say a about real Mr. Mad Pumpkin too, if you put Mr. Pumpkin two in this week, clearly it's a bad week because Mr. Pumpkin is terrible, and there's no way I'm playing the second one. With that said, that's a great review. Let's see what these other two people are excited about. Somebody put my name next to a point and click and expected me to have good comments. So I don't know. What your name is next, L? What do you got? Are you putting a video up for this gem? Because I am speechless. 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 I chose cat a lateral damage re meowstered because. I, well, I like the title. I, I have to pick the game with multiple puns. At least two there. I am really surprised. I have never heard of this game. It apparently came out in 2013. But this remastered version is coming out for the Xbox on Wednesday the 15th. Which I'm very surprised I hadn't heard of. It's And surprised more people haven't come up with this. Basically, it is a cat simulator where you... Go around your house and destroying stuff. And <laughs> you just knock stuff off of shelves. Uh, you I talked about it. <laughs> but did you? Then I apologize. Sorry, I had to say it. It was a demo yeah, thing remember. over the summer. It was a demo thing over the summer. Oh, oh that's why I don't okay. yeah, I only got to play one level, but yeah, I think it used to be a VR game at first. Oh, you know Maybe. what? I do remember you talking about this. Uh, I'll have to Vaguely. go back into the archives. Yeah, this <laughs> just the, the description is funny. It says, run around the house, topple neatly organized books, shatter vases, meow at nothing, tear up curtains, nap in obscure places, and more. I mean, I do half of those things myself. This sounds fun. And I think my daughter would get a kick out of this. She loves kitty cats, and I'm sure she would get a kick out of causing destruction as said kitty cat. I wonder what the achievement... This looks like dumb fun. I wonder what the price is, and I wonder what the achievement list is going to be like. So uh, the achievement list is out. Um, I remember looking up the Steam or PlayStation list a while ago. It's, it's a lot of like grindy stuff. Like they want you to knock over like a thousand things, but it's yep. definitely not going to be a hard completion. They don't want you to knock over just a thousand. They want you to knock over twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Yeah, I, I knew it was a big number, and there's probably like meowing in there, right? I, well, <laughs> collectibles, I, mean, I think. I mean, not that I would authorize anyone playing on your tag, but if you have a little one that will play for you, then I'm sure 20,000 will come quickly with <laughs> unrolled toilet paper 10 times. Yeah. Aw, just having kitty cats. They cause so much destruction. There are a couple of achievements that have not been unlocked yet. Like, someone's not unlocked the topple 20,000. And not uh, what shoot? What was it? Unlock all playable cats. So I don't know if that's maybe unobtainable at this point. It just hasn't well, been flagged. The, the game's not out yet, so I, I wouldn't. Yeah, it, it might even be tied to that achievement. You know, sometimes they do that. Yeah, 
I, I have no idea. I'm just, I'm just. It just sounds terrible. Like, if there's no way for you to constantly like idle that or Cronus it. I mean, I guess you could Cronus it, start a new level, yeah, go straight to something and smack it. But twenty thousand times is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I see no price on this as of right now, unless I'm just blind, which I am, but. <laughs> Yeah, I would uh, guess that looks that just looks like dumb fun. It kind of reminds me of the is it kill it with fire or oh That's yeah, the yeah spider game yeah the spider game that was fire. so much better what you got Kush yeah well, thanks for asking I have the game everybody wants <laughs> to talk about it's Flynn Son of Crimson now this is a game that was you know developer loved an idea put it on kickstarter made a game mm-hmm. a little vayner so uh this is a vayner apparently or it's at least a game with vayner tendencies uh, help flynn and his mythical companion dex save rosantica okay uh, before the evil from the scourge claims his home in flynn son of crimson you'll go on a journey of discovery and conflict as you learn to master the power of crimson energy um, so just watching the trailers, uh, you know, first of all, Metroidvania, that's all I need to know. But for everyone else, the graphics look pretty good. They're kind of pixel um, graphics. And apparently this game, the developer has stressed the fact uh, that they want fast, fluid combat. So you will be switching between your various crimson power weapons. Now, they don't appear to be actual weapons. They appear to be like energy weapons so you have like this energy axe you have this energy sword and you also have abilities that are based off this crimson energy as well the ability to climb walls and do like a hook shot swing type sort of thing so it looks like it's very cool looks very smooth the combat does look fluid and fast so i am definitely interested in checking this out and the best part uh is that this is coming to game pass now uh in the trailers i watched i did not see the typical metroidvania map so I'm not sure. It does have an overworld map, so kind of like a Super Mario World where you get to pick the next level you're going to go to. Um, there's an upgradable skill tree, and it looks like there are a lot of a lot of boss fights, and they look varied. So it's not just, oh, I'm going to fight this guy. No, the bosses move completely differently. Uh, it looks like the, the way that you're going to beat them is going to vary. So I, I'm interested in this one. I'm trying not to get my hopes up, but uh, yeah. Flynn, Son of Crimson. Yeah, this looks like a Nate game. Oh, 100%. If you just think Nate game, 2D Nate game, it's exactly what you're thinking. Corey, was there anything that caught your eye? And was it I Come am on, Fish? Corey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that... So, I am Fish is like I am Bread. Place to bread with fish. <laughs> I am legend. Um, it's coming to Game Pass though, so you can play it. I'm pretty sure it's coming to Game Pass, right? I don't know about that. Uh, I could have swore I saw it was. If it's not, blame Kenny. Um, yeah, I Bruh. mean, like I like the concept of being a fish out of water. I'm assuming it's, it's out of water. Nemo. It looks like Nemo. Finding <laughs> Nemo, like in the dentist office. In the dentist office. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Top, the top, whole top, week top. is just kind of like, eh. Like, there's I'm Fish and there's Skatebird, but I was not sold on Skatebird on the demo. Cat lateral damage was not, like, super sold on the demo. I don't know. Yeah, but I think this week you picked the winner. Uh, yeah, I think I did. 
I do want to try that skateboard. I know you didn't. Oh. It didn't catch you, but I do want to try it. Play Tony I mean, like, Hawk. I'll get it for cheap. Just play Tony Hawk. But I'm not going to expect a lot. Oh, no. You're going to expectorate. All right. Well, that's that. That's the games coming real soon. Uh, let's get into our contest. Nate, give us a gamer tag challenge. Yes, it's a new month, which means a new gamer tag, uh, and that gamer tag is not listed here. So go check out on the Discord. Uh, but let's talk <laughs> about last month because that's what you really care about. Because it is time to pick a winner. In August, we had Retro Chief 1969 with the Wild Card Game. Anything in the Forza series, very popular. Uh, and the bonus was it belongs in a museum. Achievements with words meaning old. Example, old ancient retro. And that was worth one bonus draw, blah, blah, blah. We had 21 participants. We had 215 letters. We had 11 Ooh. wild cards. We had 22 bonuses entered. And we had a total of 348 draws. We had a three-way tie for the most bonus. And those winners or those <laughs> tryhards were Chewy, Northern Lass, <laughs> and Toby Lynn. They all had oh. six bonus uh, entries. And our winner, when everything was said and done, was Toby Lynn. All hey. right. Congratulations. Congratulations. Two ladies and a Wookiee. Walk. Congrats, right. Toby. And to keep the winning train going, we have our monthly Patreon drawing. Uh, for those that support us on Patreon, you get entered in automatically to win a Xbox gift card. And the winner for this month is... Ahizo. Ahizo. Pick someone else. Congratulations, that, Ahizo. That, that's a, quite the font. Is that the Muppets music? Like the H A Y. Thanks for the support. Congratulations. <laughs> the H A Y are together, and then the Z and O are just off on, on their own. You're limited in Google Slides. Uh, Ahizo has a speech. He said, I'd like to thank the folks of H101 and my mom. Oh, that, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Me and your mom congratulate you. <laughs> that was funny. Oh. All right. Getting delirious time. That's... Oh, yes. It's getting to yeah, time. We're getting close to the duck races. Nice. All right. So, ASCOM for Brag Camp. Take it away, Corey. All right. Uh, we have completions this week. Go figure. Red 047 has compassed 700 completed games. Triple Triad 777. 800 games. Mental Night 5. My favorite night of them all. 850 completed games along with Wild West 08. They are both at 850 completed games. In ratio, we have Wild West 08 again, and he has a TA ratio of 1.5. In streaks, Retro Chief 1969 is currently on a 250-day achievement win streak, and he's tied with Johnny Delicious. Bastion Reader has 1,350 days under his belt, and uh, Saucy Slingo with 2,700 days. Northern Last is currently on a one-year achievement win streak. Hey. Good job. Nicely done. Uh, gamers. 
gamer score. Carpe Adam seventy nine three hundred thousand gamer score. Dude with the fade. Wait, wait, what? what? Nope, it's not him. That's not. That's not right. I read that too. Dub D two three. Yeah, what do you? That's said? the name you're looking 500, for. Five hundred thousand gamer score. Norland last eight hundred thousand gamer score. Uh, that guy up there or somewhere around here in the Twitch chat. Big L has hit eight hundred thousand gamer score. Ooh. You did that on stream the other night. It didn't did. You? With Rogue really Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> or did you use a different game? I, I yes, I did Rogue Explorer. All right, so he didn't care about that milestone. Just wanted to hit it on the what? nose, and so I did. You're getting close to that million gamer score, which two people this week have reached the one million gamer score mark. Those two people are Nutty Ray and Red Zero Four Seven. Congratulations, guys! Yeah, yeah it's pretty pretty good. I don't know much about Red's uh, achievement. I I'm in the chat with Nutty, um, and uh, he hit it with the big one in Forza Horizon 4. That was the name of the achievement, the big one. That's not bad. That's that's a good one. We'll see We'll see here live, because that's how we do it, what Red047 might have used, as long as he hasn't been playing more games. Doing it live. Uh, he's already like almost 3,000 more. So he is definitely um, going for it. Uh, he might have completed open season. <laughs> I can't uh, tell. That, wow. It says he reached it, but then he completed the game right after. There's a lot of stuff in there. I mean, there's, there's an achievement called Maximum Wild Points Obtained, so maybe he did it with that one. It, it, it might have been that one. Yep. Red 047. Talk to us. Let us know. Yeah, both of these guys, big milestones. No, they're no not bragging brag on themselves. Cam, very very humble. <laughs> yeah. They play for fun, not for milestones. <laughs> That's the way to Dare do it. They. All right, L, what you got? Your turn. It is my turn. And, of course, we have leaderboards. Oh, my. I am not reading that font. Alex R. Davies it's is in terrible. the top 10 of the TA leaderboard for Vayners. Ben L72 is in the top 50 of the TA difference leaderboard for platformers. LROMJ, love that guy, is now in the top 20 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for beat-em-ups. Wow. Very nice. I'm going to have to chase him. Aruatek is in the top 10 of the England TA difference leaderboard for role-playing plus turn-based. Hatton 90 is in the top 5,000 of the TA difference leaderboard for racing. And he's in the top 10 of buying random games on Facebook Marketplace. Icefire TN is now in the top 500 of the TA leaderboard for Vayners. Kitty Sky is in the top 2,000 of the TA leaderboard for sports. Lucas1987 is in the top 5 of the Gamer Score leaderboard for action. Click. Mark B is in the top 500 of the TA difference leaderboard for sports. Nightwolf is in the top 100 of the TA difference leaderboard for Vayners. I've noticed a lot of people are tracking their TA difference now. And Rock. Oh, that matters more. What do you say? Nothing. Doesn't Continue. matter. Don't be mean. Rocker Dude 5012 is in the top five of the games played at leaderboard for Vayners. Oh, yeah. I'm in front of a uh, woo. 
I think someone brought that to your attention. So did you just die of a couple or were you going for that? You know, a couple or a dozen. What's the difference? <laughs> uh, I think I have one more in me that too. With, that... You can't do that with Vayners. You got to stick with them and play them. I don't know. I, just I've, getting sick I've of them? I have discovered... No, no. Actually, um, just real quick, I I think it was Alex. He just did the guacamelee stuff, and I don't know why. I don't know if that was my motivation, but I randomly said, I'm going to mop up guacamelee one, and I picked it up on Friday, and I completed it Sunday. I had to do a hard run, and there's a, a random achievement in there while doing hard run. and That lightning rooms are terrible. I remember yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, that, that one caught me up for a bit, but I finally did it, and... Um, yeah, Guacamelee series is done. I got to do the 360 stack, but mm. I need a controller. I need a 360 mm. controller, and I don't want to spend 30 bucks for one. No, your uh, Cronus can do that. that much. No, it can't, unless you can teach me. Oh, I can teach you. I, I don't have to have a 360. We'll talk later. Yeah, My we'll people talk later. will get with well, your people. My nephew will talk to your nephew. I wanted to hear about okay. the nephew whisperer. All right, Toby Lynn. Talk after a duck race. <laughs> But I have heard that also. You could use the Chronos as a 360 controller. I uh, thought you needed a 360. Yeah, never mind. No. Toby Lin is now in the top 500 of Canada Gamer Score at Leaderboard. That's awesome. And our good old friend X, Neo 21X, who I might just donate $10 to get rid of those Xs, is in the top 50 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for Vayners. So we have lots of metroidvania on here five of them a lot of ta difference it's interesting to see that actually most yeah most of these are ta difference the metrics have been lots of metroidvania for a while the metrics have changed over the years oh i have some brags um no you don't this sheet is empty on this part i have it all in my head a gray shark told us that he hit six 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 six. That's pretty cool. Uh, nice. Wild West uh, completed the Ezio collection. That was nice. Uh, Waka Pale, our very own, completed Forza Horizon Four. That's pretty great. Um, oh, nice. Um, Big Batty Dish told us that he or she completed the Titanfall series. Which includes Titanfall nice. 1 for the 360 and the 1, Titanfall 2, and Apex Legends is part of that series on TA. So that's... Wow, that's impressive. Pretty crazy. And I don't know if that's you dedication. guys are following this or not, but uh, Laos Domini, I believe that's how you pronounce it, probably not. Uh, he started, I guess, almost 24 hours ago in an attempt to get 200,000 gamer score in one sitting. Looks like he's got 15 minutes left. Um, he is over 210,000 right now. I just snuck a little peek. And the most fascinating part about this is that this is not a brand new tag. He already had 1 million on this tag. Oh, wow. So. Wait, so how long did it take him to get to 200K? It was, uh, about, so he's done for 23 hours, 44 minutes. He, he'll sorry. be done. It, you just said 23 hours. Yes. Uh, Fug said he had 200K three hours ago, so that means about 21 hours wow. it took him. Yeah, I've been tuning in uh, here and there throughout the day. 
by the time I looked at it at like 8 a.m., he was over 100,000. So it just... <laughs> Wasn't it like back in a day that like 15,000 in a day was the Guinness record? Yes. <laughs> That's ridiculous how much that has gone up. Yeah, no one's going to play NBA 2K6 now. <laughs> but it, it like he it was it was a lot of easy games, obviously. But he mm. had some preloads in there as well, like you know the Arc System Works games that everybody ah. gets six hundred gamer score in. He loaded up the dodgeball one and did his state his save states and completed that game. <laughs> like it wasn't just <laughs> the easy six hundred. I mean, last Dom and I, yeah, I can't wait to see. If he blogs about or something and sees, looks like he's just booting up random games and getting what he can. He's even playing Artifacts Monday games. Who would do that? I wonder how much someone could get in a day on a brand new tag. I'm sure someone will try it. 300,000. Honestly, that's what I was kind of thinking. You gotta gotta have a game plan. Gotta have access to a lot of games. And a lot of dedication. Oh, and it looks like this just didn't Tropan has completed Hades. Whoa, good one. Nice. Good one. Got the achievement Thorn of Thanatos and said that achievement was a real thorn in his side. I appreciate the pun. Nicely done. I played that a few more times. That game is quite difficult at times. Ah, still haven't played it. You're missing out. I am. You're missing out a lot. You should definitely play that. But, all right, let's get out of here. Let's get, let's finish the show. Let's wrap, let, let's wrap this up so we can get to the duck races. Um, If, for those that are, are watching this right now, you don't need to listen to this part. But for the, if you're listening to this, you're not watching us, you should be watching us on twitch.tv slash AH101. Uh, give us a follow. That's free. Give us a sub. It's free if you have your Amazon Prime. And if you're with us right now, if all our subs are about to be entered into a Twitch giveaway, that's what the duck race is. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, Twitter. I'm just reading things. I don't want to read things. You want to send us a Twitter tweet on the Twitter at Achievements 101. That's what Kenny says. Uh, or you can just talk to us in the Discord, discord.io slash AH101. And then subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, Achievement Hunting 101. And like we said before, if Ahizo won the Patreon giveaway, if you would like to help us out, support the show, keep this going, patreon.com slash Achievement Hunting 101. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. And also, if you saw before we started talking, the pre-show, we had the extra life of Devin was here. He did the last stab with that stupid hot hot sauce. I think he might be dead right now. I'm not sure. But if he didn't die, he, got better. he is having extra life. You can donate to his uh, to his campaign. He's diving a whole bunch of games. I think he might chug three bottles if he hits $1,000. He <laughs> may or may not have said that. I might be putting words in his mouth. But let's find out. Let's get that. Let's get him to $1,000. It's a good cause. It's extra life. And if you weren't here, it'll be extracted and put on YouTube. And if it's on before the show, oh, it yeah. will be in the show notes. Yep. We All of us will be on YouTube eventually. But with that, 
class is dismissed. See you next week. On to the duck races. Quack. 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 Damn it. <laughs> What's wrong? Quack, quack. Gonna say quack. Quack, quack. Down in five, four, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. That was not at the same time. Hello, and welcome back to another thrilling installment of the VCCCW, where we will be bringing you all of the thrills and spills of August's challenges and what we have in store for September. Going into August, it was originally going to be a relatively quiet month. We were keen to jump onto our backlogs after Jake Jump ended, and we thought we'd continue that with the backlog bounce. But then I got a message from AOJ, who is a kind of a long-standing community member who kind of looks around in the background. He's kind of known for his turn-based strategy prowess. And he came to me with this concept of creating an event that allowed the community to work together collaboratively and destroy a creature of our own making in something he was calling the raid boss battle. And he had a few different ideas of how that boss would be created, but he thought that the the first iteration should be something that was quite a hot topic around the community for the last few months. And that was our secret shame uh, all of the many, 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 many Zitalon and Ratalika completions that were forever staining our gamer tags. Or not, you know, if, if you happen to like those things. <laughs> he created uh, an event that uh, merged these two elements into a creature, a hideous, ravenous mix of dog, mole rat, and what's the... What's the Zitalon emblem? Something. What's his name? Escher, is it? The kind of like symbol, the like never ending. Anyway, he created Zitalika, which was a boss created from the completions of those two publishers. And he invited people to opt in to this event without them actually knowing what was in store for them. And he received 60 uh, opt ins. And as a result of that, those 60 people birthed the creature of Zitalika with over 3,000 health. So across those 60 people, there were 3,000 Zitalon and Ratalika completions, which is it's just baffling, really. It's crazy to think that. It's a ton. Yeah. yeah. And we were tasked with bringing this beast down by then completing any other games in the month. And the higher the ratio of the completions that we got, the more damage we would do to Zitalika. And we did some damage, yeah. So, But not before Mario handed out some weapons. <laughs> he was the best weapon master uh, in this land or any other. Zitalika showed up, uh, and he was mouthy right up until the very end. But yeah, we, we, we managed to get quite a few uh, high-ratio completions there. So just... Shout out some people before I shout out who actually killed the beast. Yeah, you know, Waka, 
did uh, Over 10 with Worms Rumble, Chin Doctor did War Groove, and Infamous did Descenders. Wow. Yeah, those are really big completions. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely nuts. Uh, and then ultimately, uh, Nightwolf managed to kill it with Quake. Yeah. And, but EOJ also did the most overall damage. So he set it up, did all that dank preloading <laughs> that the kids are talking about. Yeah, but it wasn't all just about damage because uh, because Zetalika was created from Zitalon and Ritalika Games, EOJ, in his dastardly creation of the event, thought it would be only be fitting that if people continued to complete those games throughout the month, it would actually buff uh, Zitalika and, and add more health. Throughout the month, we actually healed the beast by 26 extra points as well. And I think uh, Redemption... Uh, Noth Ultra were, were two of the worst offenders when it came to healing. But it wasn't enough because we destroyed the beast. Uh, as any listeners would probably have uh, heard last week, we, we had a, a wonderful dramatic uh, retelling of the final moments by uh, Inigo Montoya. So we won't dwell too much on that. But just to say that it was a superb event. It was such an awesome, cool, unique, thrilling kind of thing to see in the channel so i just want to say thanks to you aj for setting that up it was it was really cool yeah that was that was really awesome yeah and i think he's actually planning to do more similar things in the future anyone who partook in this raid boss battle and did particularly well i think anyone who did over 50 damage advances a level so actually we have xp in this event it's almost like a an ongoing dungeons and dragons style adventure where we've all got to level two so then when we go into the next raid boss battle we'll actually have a bit of a buff on our damage and, and health uh, going into that which is cool as well i hope to be a bard <laughs> the bard is the most useless nothing class it's it's for people who don't know what to be. What are you gonna do? <laughs> You're just gonna sing songs. I mean, come on. Yeah, through the power of music and dance. Can you even sing or play any instruments? I, I can't. No, <laughs> not not at all. But I would like to be a bard. Okay. Technically, you don't have to put points in performance, sir. So, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, so we did the backlog bounce. That was the other big event so essentially uh, you got more points for how old the game was and it was ascending sort of fixing our problems with the jake jump so um mental one. Oh, he won he won <laughs> yeah oh it like it's not even close in fact i believe if we were to take the other top uh finishers and add them together uh yeah even still wouldn't come close so yeah, he won. He earned twice as much as the second place. But yeah, as you say, if you took maybe second, third, fourth, fifth, maybe added them together, yeah, uh, yeah, still not, still not touching the sides. So, yeah, it was uh, it was kind of gross, but it was still a lot of fun. Uh, other people here, I'll just go based on the top five Death Dealers, thirteen eighty seven. Toby Lynn had twenty fifty nine. I had twenty three ninety three, and Ahizo actually did really well too. Uh, he did 5,364. Mm. He completed Hitman 2 and Halo Master Chief Collection, which put in a lot of points. Yeah, he pretty much got all of his points from just those two games because they were pretty old on his tag and he got a, a buttload of achievements in them. Uh, and really, achievements was the name of the game. So if you could find a game that was a year old or older on your tag and it had 50 achievements left or more in the case of some games that's where you were really going to earn points here so i noticed a few people found turn on 
I did that one. Yeah, I'd already yeah. completed turn on a long time ago, but yeah, mental and you, I, I noticed, got like literally thousands of points just from 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 that one game. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love doing these sorts of uh, backlog things. Like I, I, I went back and I did um, some other games that weren't great for the competition, but it was good to get done. So like uh, ODST mm-hmm. uh, and Modern Warfare Two, which had been sitting there for years. Yeah, I, I was quite keen on this one, and I actually didn't do very well in terms of the score, but I felt like I did well in myself. In the spirit of the competition, I dug out as many of the older games I could, but but rather than getting the ones with lots of achievements left in them, I actually went for the ones where I only had a couple of achievements left, and I thought, I'll just go for those completions, because that way I could stack it with the uh, Zitalika boss battle. I could say, got the old game done, and I've also helped uh, damage Zitalika. So I, I went to do things like the cave uh sesame street once upon a monster Winterbottom, mensa academy and a few others that were like eight years old on my tag and i just had like two or three achievements left in each of them so it was good it was good to go back and kind of clear down those old games you realize that you just have a lot of them there you're just like well i'll get back to them later and then you never do exactly which is exactly what happened to me so it's good getting some of that done and i believe we do have plans tentatively to do more backlog stuff it's actually personally my favorite uh kinds of challenges that we do uh, is doing the backlog stuff yeah i think it's always a popular thing we i mean <laughs> our, our never-ending backlogs are always something that you know is always in the back of our minds so anything that kind of helps us focus in on those things is a positive the third event that we had running in august uh, and one that actually goes on into september as well is the back to school bash which came from uh, triple triad who wanted to celebrate the return to school uh, in the us and the uk in august and september so uh, what you had to do here is earn gamer score in educational and trivia games and maybe unsurprisingly, but Triple Triad himself is currently at the top of the leaderboard after August is wrapped up with a big 2000 gamer score by completing uh, the Connect, Nat Geo and Sesame Street uh, disc versions. But Jimbot is actually really, really close behind him with... He's uh, knocking Na- on the door. <laughs> yeah, he's like fi- literally 15 <laughs> gamer score behind him. Followed, you know, a few hundred behind there with Northern Lass. And then we've got Chin Doctor, Retro Chief, myself, Mental, MDP and Mike Pitch on the board as well, uh, scoring in education games. But if anyone else wants to join in, they still can. Uh, scoring will continue throughout September on that one. And Triple Triad is actually offering a prize to the winner. Although he's currently in the lead, so I don't know how that's going to work if he wins it. He's going to buy himself a trophy. (laughs) If you do want to opt in, if you do want to opt into the Back to School Bash, you can DM me on Discord. Or if you do find the pinned post in the VCCW channel, you can react to that. I will be checking back to add people in uh, throughout the month of September too. And it is also our final month now for the Vayner Summer. Uh, And Awu is just uh, padding stats and running up the score. But... Ben L72, got a bunch of completions, dumped on the last day of the month, got to jump up to fourth, and Icefire is jumping up the board with some Hollow Knight progress, it looks like. So currently it's a Woo, uh, Alex R. Davies, Skeptical Mario, Ben L72, and Nightwolf as our top five. Yeah, it's nice to see Icefire picking out Hollow Knight finally, because Hollow Knight was the game that I was trying to encourage people to play with this contest. Uh, so I think Icefire, Eliphalet, and I think Alex R. Davis now are all actually making progress in Hollow Knight in the final month of Venus Summer. So hopefully, by the end of the month, someone will beat the game. I'm not expecting a completion, to be honest, 
but you know get through the it's game really once hard that would be good <laughs> And that's that's pretty much, I think, everything that we were running throughout August. Uh, so we can move on to September now. And before we talk about the kind of general event, I'm going to throw over to our resident goal-getter expert, Mr. Jablack. All right, folks. It's time for Goal-Getter Prize Month number two. As with the first one, only Goal-Getter participants can take part. With many people going back to school... I figured it was my duty to help all these young gamers learn their numbers. This class will be super easy. Well, for me at least. You folks will have to spend the month working on an achievement assignment. There's only one task. Pop as many achievements as you can with different gamer score values. The first time you pop an achievement with a new gamer score value, you get a point. Any duplicate gamer score values are ignored. Also, this is a solo assignment, so it only matters what values you unlock. No need to cheat off your neighbors. Now, for example, if the first achievement I unlock is worth 5 gamer score, I get 1 point because it's the first 5 gamer score achievement I've done this month. If I unlock another 5 gamer score achievement, nothing happens because it's not my first one. Now, if I unlock a 25 gamer score achievement, that's another point. Also, remember, there is a time limit on this. All achievements must be unlocked during the month of September, starting at midnight UTC. Remember, UTC, not your local time zone. So now you're probably asking yourself, Self, why would I want to unlock all these achievements? Why? Why not? Okay, okay, alright, fine. How about this? For each point you get, I'll give you an entry in the draw for one of the prizes this month. And what are the prizes? Minesweeper Genius, Hexalogic, and 100 Ways. Will you be able to get enough entries by just popping achievements with regular gamer score values? Or will you need to unlock some that are not multiples of 5? I can't wait to see. Good luck, have fun, and start counting. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah, so as Jables mentions there, anyone who's involved in his year-long goal-getter contest is automatically opted into this extra uh, prize month uh, to earn as many different gamer score value achievements as possible. And every different gamer score value you earn gets you an entrance into a prize draw. Now, I was feeling exceedingly lazy this month after some pretty involved contests uh, for the last few months. So I thought I would step back and let Jables kind of run with this one primarily. But I did want to allow other people who weren't in Golgetta the opportunity to still get involved. So what we're going to do is we're going to uh, kind of expand on that concept a little bit. And I'm going to say, as a community, let's try and get as many of those different values as possible. And if we can get as many different gamer score values knocked off the table, then we're going to run some prize draws for anyone involved. So if you're not in Golgetta, or you're not sure if you're in Golgetta, it has been, what, like eight, nine months, and people may have forgotten, just opt in by reacting to the post in the channel and uh, just earn as many different weird gamer score value achievements as possible. Uh, and that will get you 
in on the prize draws and hopefully we'll knock out as many as possible. We are recording this on the 6th of September and we're already about 49 different achievement values in. Uh, so I think we've already unlocked a couple of prize draws even at the first week of the month. So that's pretty cool. What I'm curious about too is if there's any like unique like gamer score agamis uh, that are like unique to just one game. Like uh, what's that one that has the 500 point achievement in it? Or like Madden 06 has a 400 point that you'll just never see anywhere else? I did some research on this and, and I and I put together a, a beautiful spreadsheet. And when I was doing that, I was using the uh, true achievements filters. So if you go to my achievements or, or just Xbox achievements, you can filter the list to gamer score values. And it gives you a list of all of the ones that are there. And I assumed that's all of the ones that were possible and it was dynamically being created. But uh, I was... Uh, recently corrected on that fact and there are actually a lot more unique unusual gamer score holding achievements out there to find so it might take a bit more digging and it might not be quite as apparent uh, as what the ta list originally provides so if you can find those unusual ones uh, then that would be great uh let's go to the year-long ones so we'll go to year of assassins and as far as four completions or story modes uh we're, we're still where we were but uh, people are plugging away at it. Yeah, this was the first month in the whole year so far when no one completed any stories <laughs> or any of the games. <laughs> uh, I don't know if people are tapped out, but pe- people are still playing them, but nothing to put on the board in those two areas anyway. Looks like, though, Fluttery, uh, Chicken, Jester, MDP, they did some multiplayer boosting, so they got some Revelations DLC packs done. Uh, Kusha Matism did the same for Black Flag 360. Nika Garden did it for uh, Assassin's Creed 3, which is good because that's back, I guess. Yeah, there's, there's been a recent rush again to kind of get those done because the servers have been flaky, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I tried some of it earlier in the year and they weren't good. So yeah, you might want to try to get on that while the kitten's good. Yeah. Uh, and then as far as the completing them all, we only have one. Uh, and Lego had made a start on Chronicles Russia. That's the only one we have left uncompleted, I I think. Oh, Valhalla as well. Yeah. Oh, Valhalla. We're waiting on uh, yeah. Wheezy Fuzz to get the last three achievements in Valhalla. You can do it. I believe in you, buddy. And then I, I guess we still have some stacks that we could do if we just wanted to complete all of them. Uh, yeah, Rogue Remastered is the only stack remaining. Uh, all the others have been done. But uh, yeah, Valhalla... We're kind of counting on Wheezy Fuzz, I think, is the only one that's anywhere close. Uh, and yeah, Lego Head is the only one who has made a, a start on Chronicles Russia. And I think he is planning on completing it, so uh, that would tick that one off, hopefully. I'm pretty excited. Uh, it's kind of crazy that we were able to uh, get so close. I thought it would be much more down to the wire. Yeah, it still could be. That Valhalla one could still elude us. <laughs> so we might well have to pile on Wheezy Fuzz and use the power of persuasion. Or just, you know play Valhalla uh, it's like 200 hours <laughs> uh, for the CCCC CCC Jester still C. holding on strong C uh, <laughs> is still holding on strong to that top spot however I, I have noticed in the last few months he hasn't made any particular gains so he's kind of floating around the kind of you know between 40 and 50 completion difference score so you know it is still up for the taking if if any of the people decide to make a really big completion push they could overtake him and i know that mental 
has made some claims that he is planning on doing that. I'm not sure how, because he's still way, way down at the bottom there with a negative 73. But but the last month he did make some serious gains with all the completions he did for Backlog Bounce and Zitalika. So if, if anyone can do it, it's mental. But, you know, he's got a long way to climb. I'm coming for all of you. Uh, yeah yeah you've you've made a you know you you had you had dropped a bit it been diving but yeah you, you've uh you've really sunk down there <laughs> yes because of the extra life stipulation that i did uh i'm working on diving every single game pass game uh and ea access game and then if we hit a thousand dollars for that campaign i'll dive everything that i have access to which is an insane amount of games yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll basically be on the endless bean dive through 2022. Yeah, it would take me a long, long time. Just doing all the Game Pass stuff is taking me a long, long time. Do you have a hard so, stop of when that counts? Because they'll keep adding stuff, right? They will. I think I'm going to keep doing it until it's all done. Until I hit it and it's just like, okay, all of these have been completed. But I'm also doing the ones that are announced. So like Halo Infinite still counts or Back for Blood because they, it's going to be on there. But if I do all of them and then, you know, there's no more left, I'll just do the ones that are left there and I won't do any new ones. I can I can literally hear completionists screaming in agony in the background. <laughs> Train Sim World 2 had 333 achievements in it. Jeez. I started it. <laughs> but worth it for the kids. Yeah. And if you also want to uh, donate to Extra Life, uh, hit me up. Uh, I will also dive uh, other things. So uh, if I have access to it, you can donate $5 or more and I'll dive it or help me hit the thousand. When I donated and I picked my five, I was nice to you. And I thought, you know, I'll pick five games that are are good quality, funny, uh, some of my favorites. But that was before you announced that you were going to do all the (laughs) other crazy stuff. So, you know. Yeah. Someone already made me do Lies of Astaroth. Oof. Okay, and finally, Goalgetter, uh, we already had a mention of, but let's give you the numbers from August. We've mentioned a few names throughout last month's scoring. EOJ and Mental in particular did really, really well in both Zitalika and Backlog Bounce, and that is showing in Goalgetter. Uh, Mental earned absolutely crazy numbers. He got the most achievements, gamer score, TA, and completions out of everybody. He earned nearly a thousand achievements in the month, but he did not get first place in Goalgetter because he did all of that with a lowly 1.59 ratio. EOJ, on the other hand, earned solid numbers across the board and did so with a 4.08 ratio, which is just amazing. Uh, as you say, I think he may have been preloading some of those big completions there, uh, which really, really gave him that ratio bump, and that put him in first place. And after a few months uh, of relatively uh, quiet, low scoring, Alex is back, 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 uh, and he pushed up to third place uh, above MDP and Northern Lass. So when we take August's score and add them all together with the total so far, that mammoth performance from Mental just further secures his lead. But thanks to another relatively quiet month from Jimbot, the opportunity came for a vulgar Latin snipe into second place. Pow! Coming for you. You're in my scope. Yeah, so you're nipping at Mental's heels there. You know, Mental is scoring massive numbers, but because of the way the ranking system works, you know, you could still take it from him, theoretically. 
Probably not, but isn't it no, pretty I doubt to think it. about? I, I seriously doubt it. But, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something to say. <laughs> I'm just gunning for a podium finish here. That's all I... <laughs> that's all I got. Well, top five at the moment for the year are Mental at the Top, followed by Volga, then Jimbot, uh, Lego Head, and Mike Pitch. Well, great job, everybody. That wraps it up for this installment. Looks like September... Uh, we're gonna be busting out some more math and education, mm-hmm. so I, I get to it, nerds. Yeah, and uh, I have to tease that October is gonna be pretty crazy, spooky. Yeah, last year we had zombies. I'm not sure if zombies will come back, but stranger things have happened. Ha. Once upon a time, there was a boy, an orphan without a single toy. His name was Pete. His world was grey. Until he found a friend one day. Hello, I'm Wakapale in unfamiliar territory. Neversong is an odd game. It started as a remake of the Flash game Coma, which changed into the self-contained sequel Once Upon a Coma before changing the name to Neversong. Coma was originally a Flash game played by 8 million players according to its creator Thomas Brush. Once Upon a Coma had a successful Kickstarter campaign and now less than 100 players have started it on TA since its Xbox release in July of 2020. That's quite a drop-off in player numbers. As explained by Thomas Brush himself in the in-game retrospective of the Kickstarter project, 8 million players of a free Flash game does not make you famous. I had never heard of Thomas Brush, Coma, Once Upon a Coma or Never Song before last week's sale when I was asked to check it out and report what I thought of the game. Turns out it is pretty good. It's a beautiful hand-drawn narrative focused to the puzzle platformer with full voice acting. And while it is Metroidvania-ish, every area outside of the hub is a bit too self-contained to be considered a proper Metroidvania. Even if you have to return later for some collectibles, unless you cheat and unlock abilities out of order, which is an achievement, but better suited for a second playthrough. Nevesong is rather short once you know what to do, and its one hour speedrun is doable especially if you unlock all abilities from the beginning and do not deviate from the critical path. There is a new game plus mode, but I do not think you can unlock the speedrun achievement using it. However, you need to complete new game plus for an achievement, which is a good opportunity to pick up any missing collectibles. Unfortunately, the collectibles achievement is broken but shouldn't take very long to achieve if it is ever fixed. Nevesong tells the tale of a lonely orphan boy named Pete who befriends the girl Ren. Together they one day stumble into an abandoned asylum and is kidnapped by the demonic entity Dr. Smile. Pete is spared but falls into a coma before waking up sometime later in the village of Redwind. Nevesong has a 7 plus 8 rating Europe and is rated teen in the US, which is more appropriate. The wonderful environments and mischievous characters often clashes with Nevisong's dark story, but especially the endgame goes hard on the horror, considering its age rating. For reference, 
Inside is rated 18 and M respectively, and I'd be more comfortable playing that game in front of my kids than Neversong. I was impressed by Neversong's production values at first. Unfortunately, the game suffers from a few technical issues which hampered my enjoyment. Apart from the one unobtainable achievement for getting all collectibles, these issues are minor, but are at odds with the quality of the rest of the game. Neversong has 11 achievements worth 1000 gamer score and currently 3900 TA, with one unobtainable achievement which, according to Vadex, might get fixed in the future. There's one achievement for completing the game without dying, which is easy if you are careful on your second run. However, there is another achievement for completing the game without taking a single hit, which will be significantly trickier. But if you can reload your previous save when you get hit, it shouldn't be too bad. But I'm a bit worried the game saves way too frequently to be able to reload the checkpoint if you get hit. I discovered the game doesn't just save at save points. I got stuck on a non-existing grapple point after a boss fight and had to quit the game and reload my save in order to continue. But to my surprise, the boss was dead when I got to the boss room. Neversong's current TA is very inflated. It is a very easy game if you're used to platformers, and I can imagine many achievement hunters have decided to skip its more demanding achievements knowing there is an unobtainable. While researching Neversong, I learned the game is very similar to Thomas Brush's other game Pinstripe, which I'd now like to check out. Should Unobtainable be fixed, I'd say Neversong is worth its price tag of $15. Have a nice day everyone!